Yeah. Um, whenever I get the chance, I suppose. Okay. I don't know. Really, like, no, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I've got to listen. <laughs> My weight fluctuates so much. I, I go from medium to small within two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Right? You know how you know how all the time in life, and this is how we are going to enter into today's topic. Um, you know how we always care about what people see, you know, what they see, you know, how we look and how we dress and 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 and, and. Mm-hmm. yet the at, 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 at our most basic and our, at our most vulnerable, you know. Maybe you're walking around and there's like, you know, ventilation going on somewhere there and nobody knows because you invested in a good pair of shoes and did not invest in a good pair of underwear. And, you know, you are sabotaging yourself because, like, wow, you care about what people think and what people want rather than what is important and is support, you know. So going into today's topic, guys, like, today's topic we're talking about self-sabotage, and I started to be correct, but today's topic is self-sabotage. Yeah. Um, I, I have not, I don't have much info, Um but yeah, like, be the mayor. Please do tell us what you think of self-sabotage. Ash, go for it. You take lead. So, like, for me, obviously going through, like, past trauma and, like, especially, like, obviously, like, with relationships and that, um, I'm not used to having something good going for me. So... When someone good comes into my life and whatever, I then start self-sabotaging that relationship. Like my overthinking, that kicks in and everything, like I find ways to push the person away, if that makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, like I just don't know how to truly put it into words but but that's that's where i go with it like i'm not used to like i said the other night um you know when you've 
only had a certain type of relationship and then like this caring person comes in and you're not used to having that love and affection and blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. I automatically, my walls come up, come up and I just like, no thanks, I can't do this. I can't get vulnerable. Let me find every way under the sun to push this person away. Um, sure, sure. Yeah. And then like also... I don't know, I think like a lot of self-negative talk comes into play as well when I self-sabotage myself, meaning like I don't believe I am capable of doing good or being better than I was yesterday, that makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah, Don, did you okay. notice we talk about stuff and then we'll talk about We are listening. We are Friends, listening. I promise you. We are friends, I promise you. <laughs> but like, it, like I think you know what is so nice, like about the topics, is that it's so relevant in everyone's lives. Like I yeah. think everyone goes through a, a thing of self self sabotaging in in any forms, whether it's a relationship, whether it's friendships, whether it's you know. Um, but because things don't get spoken about. Um, this is why Dumi and I have glasses on. <laughs> no, Prince, you're not being lost. It's Don't worry. like HD, HD view. Um, no, and okay. I think like, especially um, when I came into like recovery, like mm-hmm. my thoughts mm-hmm. were self-sabotaging. Like, although I knew, like I'm doing freaking good. I mean, God, next month I'm three years clean and sober, like, what more like why don't I give myself that recognition that I deserve with that being said Ashley I just want to find out from you like um, mm. how do you recognize the self-sabotage behavior in yourself you know because um, it, it's, it's, it's easy to say look I, every time I enter a relationship I feel like I'm just missing things up and you know, I'm scared to open up, or I feel like I have to ensure that everything is on point, right? How did you recognize that? Okay, now shit, now I'm fucking up. You know, now I'm screwing things over. What is that? Uh, um, like, what are your telltales? Am I saying that right? Telltale. So I, I tend to get up in the way in like my messages to the person, or like, like if I'm not being like myself what no, if no, I'm not no, being no. myself oh, oh. if I'm not being mm. myself then I'm and I'm like off or if I'm not like entertaining the conversation I'm, that's when I'm like there's a problem like actually mm-hmm. you need to sit down and like read look at what you're doing like I don't know. I think it's also like the fear of rejection. So I rather self sabotage before I can get rejected. Okay. Mm-hmm. The fear of of failure. You know the fear of exactly. Yeah. Like also like like what Prince says. So he says, I have an opportunity at a new relationship, and it could be great. Mm-hmm. But I already have doubts in myself, and that's the same thing. Like I, like I don't like I'm in such a comfortable space in my life where it's you know me and Scar, and we've got our routine. 
and now I like I've been single for so long and now I must introduce someone new, you know, into my space. Um and look, I'm not a freaking if my mom is still in here, I'm sure she can tell you that I'm not an easy person. Um like I have my flaws. Like everyone's got their flaws in that, but I think also like if the if that person is the right person that you are destined to be with, yeah things yeah, will yeah. Definitely work out. Because the pieces will come in. I've got something to ask you. You know, it's I, I, I get what you mean, right? And I get that it's all personal. Um, you know when something mm. is about to go bad, you can tell it's about to go bad, right? And you're saying that when it's a great relationship, as an example, using just a love relationship, when it's a great love relationship, right? Um you feel like, oh shit, I'm not good enough. Oh shit, uh, um, you know, things are working out too okay. What other triggers for you that are like, um, we were laughing too much, you know, we smiled too much. Um, in that sense, like, what do you feel are the things that trigger you to say, okay, now let's start. I'm going to cause a fight. I'm going to be distant. I'm going to be silent. Like, what are the triggers for you? When I start, like I wear my heart on my sleeve, so I fall pretty quick and, you know, um, so when I can feel that I'm getting attached too quick or when, when like, it feels too good to be true, like, like, why, why are you still here? Like, like I don't, like, I just believe that... And it's such a stupid, like it's such a stupid mentality that I have that because of the the hot, the, the hurt that I caused in active addiction, I believe that I still need to pay for it now in, in recovery, which I know is wrong. I know that's it's very wrong, um, because you live and you learn, and I've learned from my mistakes. But sure, sure. Like the amount of hurt that I've caused other people. And for someone to come into my life and love me and care for me, why? Like, what are your ulterior motives? Or, I'm like, I'm going to to hurt you. Sure, sure. And, 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 I don't and know I if I'm making sense. You're making a whole lot of sense. You're, you're making so much sense to me. I remember, like, a lot of times I'll get into relationships, and then suddenly, you know, I ask myself the question of, like, I look at myself in the mirror and I constantly go on about, you know, guys, I'm just handsome. I'm so handsome, blah, blah, blah. But I look at my mirror, I look at myself in the mirror and be like, does she realize that I've got pimples here? You know, does she realize that this is ugly? Like, does she realize that I've got dark lips? Um, why is she still there? You know, kind of like, um, yeah. And I do, I do, I totally understand you. Um, but you know, before I get into it, um, Aiden, talk to me, man. I just, I just want to hear everything that you think in relation to what Ash has just said. What, what is your take on self-sabotage? For me, when I get to a certain point in my life, I self-sabotage in order, like I have this fear of rejection and abandonment. So my thing is, is that if I get to, to a certain stage of my life or whatever the fact may be, what I'll do is I'll then act out so then people become worried about me again or whatever the fact may be. Because I feel that people will just run away or I'll get rejected again no matter what. Um, you know, because obviously as you, you start doing well in your recovery and life, people tend to stop worrying about you as much, you know. Um, 
And that's when I self-sabotage. He's like, fuck, it's almost like, okay, well, people are leaving me now. Fucking hell, I can't deal with this. So let me just fuck something up um, to get attention or get their attention again. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a weird concept for me. Um, I can't really comment on the relationship thing. Because as I said, I haven't been in a relationship for a long time. So for me, you know, in the past, I used to self-sabotage my fucked. And, you know, in past relationships, as you know, the story is, is <coughs> I used to date girls and then dump them and then go back to them. And, you know, that was my, my sense of it. And I used to get fucked up, drunk or whatever on purpose. Or push the limits. Um, or cause a fight or whatever. Um, yeah, to get my way. So, um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. no, you know, I, 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 think I, I think you and I, Ash, are in sync about this. Um, I love what Sayan says here. You know, he says what scares me is that she really doesn't want much. You don't want much, Ash, and nothing materialistic, and that's scary. Um, I think we're so I don't think he was directing that at me. I don't know no, if he no, was no, directing no. I'm just... I'm, I'm, uh, really uh, I'm really just calling uh, your name. I'm really just calling your name. No, but, but that's, that's what I was going to say. It's like, I, I mean, I've never, like, I've gone through my phases where I was very materialistic. Like, uh. I was obsessed with what I could gain. And now yeah. in recovery, I don't care if you, like, as long as you've got a roof over your head and a plate of food and you've got love to give and you're not out to you know, cause like harm, like that, you know, like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't care about the materialistic yeah. things. Those things come and go. And I mean, you can go one day and you can have everything in the world that your heart desires. Tomorrow you mm. can wake up and that shit's gone. Oh God. Yeah. Um, but to come back to what we're talking about, look, you know, you know, when I started off with today's topic, I mentioned, um, when was the last time you brought this all underwear? Because, you care about what people see on the outside, you know. Your belt must be on point, your heels must be on point. But what's supporting the important stuff, that has a whole, you know. That is my understanding of self-sabotage. You care a lot about what other people think and what other people yeah. see and what other people understand and perceive. And the one most important person is your goods and your goods are not looked after. You know, your goods get a fit. You know, that is self sabotage. Um, a, a very beautiful concept was one thrown that book. And I remember when that very same concept was like shot in my face in front of people. Um, the concept is called master baiting, right? Um, so, how the concept works is when you bait something or someone, you say, Hey, That's masturbating, not masturbating. You fucking knob. Hey, shut up. It's Yeah, it's masturbating, right? not masturbating. That's... Oh my god. Okay, guys, I can't say it like Aiden says it. Then in order for you to get it, you must do this. Follow my page. You must like my content. You must share this to 10 friends. You must. You must. And that is that is the beginning of self sabotage. 
you know, because you put yourself in a mindset that says, I need to do this. I'm, I have to do this. I have, excuse me, I have to do that and I have to do that and I have to do that. Oh God, guys, excuse me. And at the end of the day, you know, you end up just achieving two of those things and you end up stressing because you are setting such a high pedestal for yourself in terms of what should be done. And you don't even recognize the tool that you've achieved and the extent to which you've achieved those two. You know, that is self-sabotage in my understanding. I must get new underwear. I must make sure that it's fully no, definitely. You know, and... Like, and Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm listening. Sorry. Yeah. So, <clears throat> guys, excuse me. Like, I'm, I'm having a throat problem today. Um, so, those are some of the things that, you know, people go through or that I go through when I'm like, okay, as long as my shoes look fine, as long as this looks fine, but what's going on in the inside is not really important. I must make sure that I get to work and I'm happy and I'm smiling and I've got all this energy, but on the inside, I'm dying. And when Ashley says, hey, do do you mind baking seven cupcakes for me and my friend? And I'm like, oh, sure, I don't mind. I'd gladly do it. Yet at the background, my chef says, I've only got two hours sleep. And because I'm going to be baking now, I've only got one hour sleep. That is what self-sabotage is to me, you know. Um, But yeah, guys, you know, I, I love how you went and became very vulnerable, Ash. And you mentioned things like, you know, will the person love me for me? You know, um, you know, will the person like when all is said and done and when everything is stripped off, you know, and it's just me in my underwear, you know, will I be able to love myself with my ventilated underwear? You know, that is what self-sabotage is. Because when, oh, so this lady called Beyonce says, when you're all alone by yourself and you're lying in your bed, are you happy with yourself? You know, that is where self-sabotage comes in for me. Like, I refer to a lot of the, the people who use it because like, wow, guys. <clears throat> wow. You know, um, that is self-sabotage on my side. Um, I also love what Johan just says. He says, losing yourself in the process when trying to achieve unhealthy expectations. That is self-sabotage. Um, very true. No, because, you know, I'm trying to impress everybody else and I'm trying to ensure that um, everything, you know, it, it's in its basic form. Stop saying is people pleasing. You know, it being it's disregarding yourself and disregarding self respect and saying ah. And 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 it's very easy for one to you know, hold like so, to lose the plot. So Prince says that will be given, of course, but I want to be seen as an equal in a sense. So I think, like for me. Obviously, like, I mean, it's dependent on the person that you're with. And like I said earlier, I think if you are with the right person and that that person understands your your way of, of like, your, your way of, of, like, your past and how you, you know, how you perceive things and how you do things and whatever, um, they would... Like, I don't under, like, I think society has put such a, like, there's so many labels for everything. Like, the man must provide, the man must, you know, the man, the man, the man, the man. But why can't we do it together? Do you understand? Like, like, um. Totally agree. Totally agree. You know, you know, when it comes to that, Ash, right? 
And I'm, I'm just thinking in terms of what your hunter said. Um, he says it's literally just laying yourself down and saying to the next person, pass. But self-sabotage yeah. is, it's sometimes not, like, it, sure, we can use relationships as a platform to compare, you know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, we can say, look, in a relationship, self-sabotage is when I'm vulnerable and I'm exposed. Um, this keeps on running out of my head, and just as just as I'm about to say it, but you know, self sabotage for me also. You know what 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 gets to me about self sabotage is that um, even if I do what everybody else wants me to do, and I do exactly what everybody else is saying, you know, if at the end of the day I suffer and I struggle, and so many examples of that come in, um, I'm one of those people who like. I, I I love I love hard work. You know, I, I love hard work. I love, you know, dedication and showing that this is me, you know. I love putting in my own, you know. And there were so many times in my life where I've sabotaged myself because I kept on saying, You want that done, I'll do it in five minutes. You want that done, I'll do it in five minutes. You want that done? No, I'll do it in three minutes, you know. And at the end of the day, I could never get time just to breathe. You know, I yeah. couldn't get time to, because in my head, I'm building that report of um, he's efficient, he's quick, he's hardworking, he's this, he's that, he's that. And I was burning myself out, you know. Um, Johan says to risk your own safety to make sure someone else is okay. You know, that is self-sabotage. And with self-sabotage, you know, in, 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 in my previous relationships, I'd always be so scared that whoever I get into a relationship with I'll, I'll be so, like, I'll communicate as much as I possibly can. And then I'm scared that my character defects will start being more prevalent to a point. <laughs> Did y'all see that? <laughs> Welcome, Welcome, Welcome. Hello? No, Jimmy, what you just said, nice. Well, it's better than last night's. <laughs> no, it's good. Right, I like no. it. You can all get things off our chest. You know, it's good. Yeah, but like, I think it's like you know, like for me, like freaking. I thought last year was hard, right? But this year just seems like next level. Like there's so there's different levels of hard. Um, and and it's like to me what you just said now. What did you just say? You said something and it, it stuck it stuck here, but now it's not here anymore. Um I guys coach me, coach me. I said I said, right? Um I was scared that you know, oh I am scared that you know when I once I get into a relationship and I'm yes. communicating efficiently and I'm communicating honestly, then what will happen is the person will get to a point where they understand me like I understand me. And unlike myself. They are able to identify my character defects, I'm and those are the things. Yeah. And I'm going to be yeah. like I'm, 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 I'm helpless at it, you know. And those are my self-sabotage because if I know that I'm brutally honest, then I start chucking in a lie here and there. Excuse me. I start chucking in a lie here and there just to keep that, um, you know, that that I don't know that bit of mysteriousness in the relationship, you know. That is what happens for me. Um, I become very scared that the person will get to a point where they understand and they know me too, a point that like they can tell 
you're not eating smartly today. Something's wrong. You know, um, you're not doing this today. And they'll be able to catch me out and I'm just going to follow And yet at the same time, it goes back to that beautiful video that I'll always refer to by Kate um, when she says, falling in love, guys. You know when that woman says, falling in love, she says, it, it, like it's in how she says it, it's in her tone. It's, it, it's a choice to hurt, but a cho like it's my choice to hurt. So it's a beautiful hurt that I go through, and that's what falling in love is. Being vulnerable, being naked by choice, you know, and and self-sabotage becomes the I'm naked by choice, but I don't want you to see my left nipple. I'm naked by choice, but I've got stretch marks. You know, that's what self-sabotage is because self-sabotage says I want to be vulnerable and I want to be as bare as I can possibly be with you, you know. And yet at the same time, I am then scared that once you've seen me and I know and I catch you looking at my character details, I'm scared of your reaction rather than what you are thinking about my character defects. You get what I'm saying? So that is yeah. what my self-sabotage is. You know, that is what my self-sabotage comes into. Um, Colonel Alexander, thank you so much for following me. Yeah, so like I like I've like I think I'm currently facing something like that. Like so these like things that have come up from my past that is like literally faces me more than I would like to. Um and you know, because when you start seeing someone you obviously you've got to be open and honest about things that like your character defects and you know things that scare you things that you don't know how to process yeah. um so i'm scared that this is gonna push that person away like you know mm -hmm. yes yes i totally agree with you 100 percent. it becomes a matter of you know i was brave enough to be vulnerable but now i can't maintain this vulnerability because you know the longer we continue or the you know those pictures where they say the longer you stay the more you realize that a lot is wrong that's what self-sabotage does to me because the longer i let you in and the longer you stay in my safety zone in my oh again beyonce says where do you go when you go silent you know um and then there's another lady called um leander harvest and Leander Harvey says, come upstairs and I'll show you where my, where my demons hide from, you know. And when she says that, she's like, come into my deep and darkest thoughts. Let me show you what goes on when I'm going through the overthinking. So that when we are having a fight about, why didn't you call me at five? You'll understand. But then my self-sabotage comes in and he says, I'm scared that you also understand and find that when I'm panicking about where you are, you understand that I get, I become manipulative, I become insecure, I become jealous, and I become all these other things. And then I start ruining things by calling you too much, by getting angry and saying, I'm too lenient, I'm too kind, and I'm too this. And I sound like, like I'm, I just sound like I'm preaching right now, but I, I know what self-sabotage is, guys. Yeah. No, Donna. But, but, but I get like, you know, yeah, Rick, Donna, you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure, but do you really want me to? 
Okay, so uh, honestly, it's a bit of a difficult one. I personally see a lot of flaws within myself, and I tend to like always want to. But I know it tends to also put guys off. It's like, what the world is like making that sound? Oh my. Oh, sorry, it's me. Sorry, it's me. It's me. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. It sounds like a little kitty show or something in the back. Okay, no, it's gone now. <laughs> okay, sorry. I just got told I need to speak up because you guys can't hear me. Okay. So, um,. Making people angry. I don't know what's going on here. Um, no, so I, I personally see a lot of flaws within myself. <laughs> now, can you comment? Okay, okay Shirley, I'm going to be back on now. I'm just going to reconnect because there's some stupid noise here. I'm going to raise my ears. Not a problem. Jojo, I see you there. I, I see you, Jojo. Please jump in. Um, I would love to hear your perspective on this. Um, please just send a request. I would send an invite, but I don't know how. Number um, seven, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we're talking about self-sabotage, you know, and how we go about self-sabotaging ourselves. Like I said, it's not only with relationships, you know. Sometimes it's even with work. Sometimes it's even with school, where you're like, I need to like I need to study as much as possible, you know. And I remember doing this to myself so many times where like I would be like, I'm going to study and I'm going to just do a revision in the next like I'm going to do a revision for like another hour, and then I'm going to sleep. And then my body says, Oh, who are you? You've been up since two days ago studying all of this thing. And when I fall off to sleep, you know, all of that coffee that I've been drinking is now saying, Screw you, my guy. You were supposed to be sleeping. And next thing you know, I wake up and it's, Oh, it's half past one. You know, what happened? Like, that is self sabotage. You know, it comes in different forms. Jojo, I see what you're saying there, no problem, love. Um, and, and and I love what Crazy Unicorn says. She says, sometimes it's a lesson you need to learn, which is very true, you know, because there's this video that I saw today. Um, I think I saw it last night on TikTok, and the lady says, you know, I've come to a point in my life where I'm okay with people hurting me. I'm okay with people making me a fool. Because at the end of the day, I trusted them with myself, you know, and it was their responsibility to ensure that they use the trust correctly. Um, I see somebody has sent a request to just add you in. Whoa, it's Jojo! Um, I trusted you enough to let you into my life. It is also equally your responsibility as my Hello. friend, as my lover. I How are you? Hi, so Prince says, I think my biggest insecurities are that I want to try too hard, give too much maybe, give too much, maybe be the hero. So I fully 
can relate to that. How are you, Jodie? Your hair looks so nice today. Oh, is it? Is it yeah, it does, right? Oh, thanks. We love it. I, I totally love the bar. It's amazing. I'm something quickly. It's her furry friend from the mango. <laughs> Hello, furry oh. friend. <laughs> Can I jump in? Can I say something? Yes. So I think for me, self-sabotage comes in um, when like we're trying to overcompensate for our insecurities. Um, Elaborate. So like you were talking about um, you would be like, yeah, I'm gonna do it in five minutes. I'm gonna do it in three minutes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because I want to be seen as this, 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 and this, and this. Yeah. And it's <laughs> like those are your insecurities. You, you would ordinarily be reliable. You would ordinarily be um, prompt. You would ordinarily be those things, but you don't feel that you're those things. Yes. And so you have to go the extra, the extra mile to let people know that that's what you are and go to it to an excessive point that it's damaging to you. Oh, oh, beautifully, beautifully said. Like, yes, it's, it's my, it's, it's my subconscious saying, I know what these things. I know that I'm, I'm on time and I'm a what one. And then suddenly my body's like, hell no. You know, totally agree with what you're saying, Jojo. It's like, I oh know, like, I believe I am worthy of love, that I am worthy of good, friend, good, healthy, solid friendships. I know I'm worthy of that. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you but suddenly receive that, I believe that I am worthy of it. And then when you suddenly receive it, then it's a, are they, do they really love me for me? Like, what's going on? Like, what if they start realizing that, you know, I eat a lot of candy? What if they start realizing that, you know, sometimes I'm very late? What if they start realizing that sometimes I'm very moody? Like, my God, you know, and at the back of our minds, we're like, but Sunny, we love you for who you are, the way that you are, you know? We understand that you've got layers and you're this kind of person and for me then i start pulling away because if i just show myself at certain times or within certain days you know then i can pull up the, hi guys how are you guys doing you know and you guys don't get to experience the hi guys i'm not really there you know um i'm not as cheerful as i usually am today it's one of those days you know and I love what the unicorn says. She says, the reason we struggle is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlights. Beautifully said, beautifully said. Um, I, I, I can totally relate to what she's saying there. And unicorn, I, I, I'm still at the, I, I'm going to call you Mary because I think your name is Marilise and I can't say Marilise. It's going to just be a huge tongue twister for me. So I'm just going to call you um let me see what i'm going to call you i'm going to call you the avenger right we've all agreed guys she's now the avenger because like crazy fat unicorn <laughs> it's not gonna work um with that being said 
you know, I, I then want us to just continue from self-sabotage to rejection, like being rejected, the art of rejection. Um, and it's a two-way thing. I reject you and 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 the rejecter, right? How does it feel being the rejecter? And like, especially for you ladies, because we ask you out, guys. We meet you at a bar and we're like, hi, sexy lady. And we say, hi, beautiful. And you're like, please leave me alone, brother. Like, you're wasting my time, you know? How does it feel being the rejecter? You know? And, and I guess, like, situations change, you know? But, like, why do you all reject us? Sorry. I'm just angry about that. Would you rather want me to lead you on? No, be honest about it. Like, be honest about. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm not in that space. You know, like you're not my type. Don't, you know, don't, don't, don't be like. <laughs> no, man, please. No, like I'm just talking to my friends. No, be upfront. Like, my guy, I get you. It took so much confidence and I respect that. But so, do you get what I mean? Not, not. Uh, no, I'm with my friend. Don't, don't beat around the bush. You know, and I come from a long line of female friendships where, like, the girl is going to be told, like, she's going to come and tell me that, look, you know, Tabam is asking me out, you know, and I don't know how to tell Tabam to leave me alone. And I'm like, but just like, just say it, you know. I know that you have asked for my numbers because you are seeking a relationship. I'm not interested. I know that you think that I'm flirting with you by playing hard to get. I'm not interested. You know, be like, don't be, don't be too nice about it. Like, uh, no, like let's be friends. I, 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 Jojo, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. What's tough is like in recovery, I've learned much straight up like that. So this is the boundary for all the people at. Um, but the problem with a lot of men and I, like people, I just got an old man. Um, they don't put that boundary, and they come back when they um they come with like. They just don't respect the boundary, and you can say it in as nice a way as possible, and you can say it in as mean a way as possible. And it's not about a empowerment. It was like I straight up told someone the other, the other day, um, I said to him, like, can you understand that I'm coming from a place of trauma that I haven't healed from? You know, um, when, when someone did something nice to me in my last relationship, um, it meant that it was followed either by the people or some kind of emotional group. No, 100% yeah. I'm not in the first for that. And then he asked me, how can you apply that same, that same format to me? And I said, it's not about you, it's about me. Mm-hmm. And it's about how I do it. And that's what I think men don't really realize is their egos controls a lot of their actions. Um, and so it's it's really like if a guy hits on me and I'm happy to see and I'm not going to so flattering to me. You know, it's not something my ego. I'm doing
that I'm using towards you know, Jojo, but look at me. I mean, you and I could make beautiful babies and, you know, Jojo, but, you know, I love our conversations and so on and so forth. And that's where it goes wrong, like, most of the time for me, you know. Um, but in, in, in relations to that, like, how do you handle rejection? I mean, like... Before, I used to take it very, very personally. And I 100% um, am not going to, like, love the feeling. But I'm also at a place where I can rationally say, like, I'm not the person that feeds your needs. This isn't because I'm inadequate. This isn't because I'm ugly. This isn't because I don't have enough money. Or it's because I cannot feed your needs. Um, especially with, with relationships, personally for me, you know, when I have a crush on you, right? I create this entire perception of who you are from just watching you making a cup of coffee to you and your friends talking and having a conversation in my head. You are the nicest person. Like, I love the way you stare at a cup. It shows how... And then I come and I talk to you and then you're like, mm -hmm. sorry, brother, like I'm not interested. You be shattered. That whole perception of you is destroyed, you know, and then it becomes, it's not about the perception I had of you, but it's more of what is it about me that, what have I done wrong? <laughs> maybe I've said something, maybe I shouldn't have said, can we go for coffee at two o'clock? Can we go for coffee at seven? You know, it becomes all about me and questioning myself. And I, I, like, I, think I speak from a perspective of somebody who is afraid of rejection, you know, completely afraid of rejection. Um, university to study what I wanted to study, you know. And like the first time I failed and I just got an age pass, you know, I was like, I'm going to go and try. Maybe there's that one lady mm. I'm going to get there who's going to be like, ah, Shem, you know, you really want to study here. And I, I, I disregarded all the requirements and the criteria that were set for this is university entrance. I looked beyond that, you know, and I still went and I still stood in those long lines. Do you remember when UJ was having those big, um, people are dying in queues? I was there because I was like, I'm going to make it in there. And I'm going to show them how serious I am about wanting to be a university student and wanting to study what I want to study. So when I got there, I came with passion and no qualification that allowed me in, you know. And when they looked at my marks, they, you know, they, some, sometimes they call me and they tell me, okay, go and speak to that person. You know, maybe they'll give you, in, they'll put you into a bridging pool. Blah, 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 you know, 
And with every one of them, with each and every one of them, you know, I was told, but you know that you don't have power requirements. And it was said in the most nice way. As I was saying, you know, rejection becomes so painful because now I'm being told I'm not good enough. And it's very specific to me. It's very direct at me. It's not mm -hmm. saying this is the criteria. It's saying, Dumsani, you are not perfect. You don't meet these minimum requirements. And for me, the minimum requirements became my, the highest I could go, you know, and yeah. that became my, this is, I need to at least get here. This is my beginning of being the best, you know, and when it, when it became a relationship thing, you know, um, I just want you to be frank with me because I know what it's like to be sat down and told, I don't like this about you and I don't like that about you and I don't like that about you. And it hurt me so much because it, 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 it was planned, like I planned my life to be in that light, to follow that path. It was, it, it, it was a, this is my, this is like, this is my, when I grow up, I want to be this. And now I'm being told why I can never be like, why I can never grow up and be that, you know, it hurt. It totally hurt. So rejection for me is like, it's like ripping a bandaid. Either you do it quick or don't do it at all. You know, let's, 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 let's pamper the wounds together. Don't, don't peel it off slowly and be like, oh no, it's going to be okay. You know, like, let's go through this part of it today. I don't like you, but I see you as my friend. For who? Because I'm telling you, I want you to be my partner. You know, for what? Be very frank. Um, and that is where I become, but that is where I build walls when it comes to rejection, because I'm very scared of rejection. I, 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 I play it over in my head and I've got so much history attached to rejection that I don't want to allow anybody and everybody just to reject me like that. And unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, with rejection, it, it comes in its different levels. Sometimes it's social media rejection where people are like, I post a video. You know, and I'm like, I took 10 hours to, to just prepare this video. It took me 10 days to change into different outfits and make sure that I'm in sync with the video and the audio sound and, 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 and then I post it and then only five people see it. Only five people like it. And then, and then in my head, it becomes a people don't like me. You know, there's something wrong with me. I need to do more of what other people are doing and, you know, I need to do more what other people are saying I should do and stop being myself, which goes back to what we were talking about earlier on. It, rejection is like the cousin of self-sabotage because with rejection, then self-sabotage comes in for me because then I say, am I really doing this? Am I really doing the right thing? Maybe I'm not. Maybe, maybe, you know, yes, sure, Jojo. Like a lot of what you are saying and you like bringing up a lot of different examples in do like different arenas. But the thing is, like, your focus is on external validation. And we live in a world where um, external validation, you can get it for a while. Famous people get it for a while. They, they lose it. We cannot survive on external validation. The only validation that we can survive on is our own, our own personal validation. And you know, the thing is, is like 
talking about university and and um like in your mind somewhere along the line someone said this is the standard that says you are this 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 and this and this but university is not for everybody um yeah. different people are not for everybody um i look at my child um she and i explained this to her i said because she was battling she she was battling with reading and writing but she was really good at maths and she was being really hard on herself and she's like why am i not getting this why am i not like other people and i said to her we are all different and our brains are all different and we all have different things to offer can i offer maths skills no i can't um can i offer analytical skills in language yes i can um it 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 all serves its own purpose and that's like that's why we're here on earth because we all feed different energies and if we were all able to feed everybody's energy then there would be very little purpose for the world to exist <sighs> because we would all be ascended you know what i'm saying um oh, yeah um, you need to you need to find what's what your yourself offers to the world around you you know maybe only five people liked it maybe only those five people needed to see it to change their life i i i i 100 i agree with what you're saying 100% um you know it's 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 also in the the more i seek it externally you know the more i lose my validation of myself you know the more i lose who i am for myself and i'm like i need to be i need to emulate someone else i need to be like someone else you know and the more i like i don't know i dilute myself by trying to fit in and find a niche and 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 whereas in real life you know the more i become myself the more i'm real to myself the more i'm going to draw those people that are saying hey we actually love you for who you are you know um and i love what uh, johan says there he says it's hard but if you focus on rejection when going into a situation it could possibly be the outcome you know it's kind of the you know i don't know if you've read the secret the book the secret that you know whatever you say you manifest kind of vibe um so if you're going with a mindset of i'm going to be rejected then you are like you've 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 manifested rejection into that relationship um and i i i appreciate that he said that um here's what prince says prince says um do you guys think we sabotage ourselves more because of self social media to a certain degree yes right now i then I'll, i'll give you a reason why i say yes um social media has made it so much easier for people to connect that is the outside the upside of it but at the same time it's made it so much easier for us to compare um it has become a mood swing you know i could be having the best day of my instagram account and my day is ruined you know and then i feel like the world doesn't love me i thought they said i must be true to myself blah 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 you know yet at the same time it 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 can bring about self acceptance you know like 
personal case, me as an example, I'm one of those people that got to a point where I was like, you know what? Um, I've got a very squeaky voice and it's my voice and I love my voice because when I sing to myself in the shower and when I sing to myself and I'm doing my work, I enjoy this voice. And I was like, I don't care that, you know, some guy sounds like this, but as long as I sound like myself and I'm being true to myself, you know, then I'm not um, comparing myself with this guy. You know, I'm very much at ease with myself. So it, it, it's, it's a two, like it's a two-edged sword. Um, somebody once said, and I love what this person said, they said, you know, when people created lives, knives were created to cut cabbage, but we then made the decision to stab each other with knives. Same concept with social media. You know, you can use it for the good, and yet at the same time, you can also take it and use it for the bad. That's where things like catfishing come about, you know, stalking comes about, and so on and so forth. And you guys are just running in the comment section. Um, if we focus on that energy into one person, one close to you, a lot today, guys, um, those relationships will be stronger. Okay, okay. Ash, welcome back. Welcome yes. back. Thank you. Sorry, yes. I just had to do the, I had to do something quick. Mom Jesus. <coughs> Please excuse me, guys. It is that what time of the year. Um, you know, Georgia was just telling me that she has a crush on me and I was just rejecting her. And I was like, no, no, Georgia, no. <laughs> We're going in deep with, um, you know, rejection and understanding it to its core, you know. So what is your take on rejection as, as a whole, you know? And you're more than welcome to obviously... Like, obviously, like, I mean... I think the biggest rejection that I've had to face in my life was going into rehab, expecting to work on my marriage and coming out and realizing that it was truly over. Um, just because I, like, I don't know, like for me it was, I like, I, my life was put on hold. Well, what I, that this is like the un, unrealistic expectation I put on everyone else because I was going through a shit show of a time mm -hmm. um everyone had to wait they had to wait for me I can, I to can, yeah you know and then um I went into rehab expecting to like go to couples counseling and whatever and his words were to me was that but I've moved on. So I think like that, that was just hard for me. It's like, to, I don't know. I don't know why. I just think to know that someone else doesn't want you. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but like, you know, I heard what Jody said is that, um, I don't know guys, my words are really failing me, but, um, yeah, I just think rejection is a very, like it hurts the ego a bit. I don't think anyone likes to be rejected. <coughs> Um, yeah. I actually love psychology. I love understanding the human engine and how that functions. And that's where I kind of got my first hint of do this, do that, do that. You know, that's where my passion came from. Um, it had a lot to do with rejection because I understood that, you know, sometimes it's not in the answer. It's not in me saying, Georgie, what did you have for breakfast? It's in how you respond and say, I had, um, I had toast. It's in the it's in the 
It's not the answer that matters. It's in how the answer is given. And I, I, I got into a whole new world. I was taught about gestures and I was taught about social norms and so on and so forth. And that's when I was like, whoa, I want more of it, you know. And that's when I knew that, like, my purpose in life is definitely to work with people. Because I love people. But, yeah, I'm very shy, but I love people. So what is your guys' take? Jody, go. Um, I just want to, like, say, you know, when I look at all the rejections that have come in my life, they all, um, they all like shifted me into a certain direction, you know? Um, and I 100% think rejection comes with purpose. Um, rejection comes with a purpose. Um, it, it, it directs you in life without you not knowing, like, it hurts us because we had a plan and we're like, I want this plan. That's not what the bigger plan is. And and I will refer to like a higher power because I do believe in one. Like I think that there's a higher power that we just sitting here right now, I could be serving a purpose. You could be serving. Ashley is serving a purpose. Um, is it my all consuming life that I'm, I'm sitting on alive all day? every day no and purpose comes in little tiny bits and mm -hmm. we get wrapped up in the idea that our purpose this grand like that purpose needs to have like this this grand um one massive direction like i'm now a, a monk and i'm sitting here and all i do is fast and pray and that's my calling you know um no my my, my purpose in life is to be a mommy and break generational curses. My purpose in life is to, uh, I'm like, I mean, I went from teaching, I'm like managing customer services now. What is my value? Not in customer services. It's in all the little moments of coaching that comes along with my employees. It's the, somebody, one of my staff members' houses burned down the other day. Like, that's like those little moments being, the strength in a, in a, in a, in a situation where work is normally like, we shit together, get to work. No, how about you go deal with that trauma, you know? Um, I'm not going to put any more on you than you need. Like there's so many moments of purpose. And if someone were to break into your. Negativity is dramatically louder than and working to become the very best version of you because people learn from what they see and oh. the right people will see. Like that's just that is my This is why that I'm is everything in such you know when your words, like like I struggle to 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 say what I'm thinking, like I'm, it's easier for me to to like write it down. But then you come and then you like put all the puzzle pieces together, and you're like, that's exactly where I'm like what I'm thinking. And when you said that rejection leads to purpose, like one hundred percent. Like I think if I didn't get rejected, where would I be now? I would be in a very unhappy marriage. 
where now I'm living a, a very fulfilled life. Like, yes, there's days where it seems like, can I just go to sleep and wake up tomorrow and restart the day? But that, like, I think that is awesome. Rejection leads to purpose. And I, I, I also love what Norma says here. She says, the purpose is not a destination, but a journey, which is exactly what Jody was saying. You know, when you discover your purpose, that's when your journey starts. Because you're like, okay, this is where my life is headed. You know, this is where, this is the direction that I should take with my life. I remember, like guys, honestly, you know, and I love how that, that you guys said that. Like, I look back at my life and I think, what would have happened to me if I was accepted at university from the get-go when I wanted to go? Because I was rejected three times, three times. And on the first time, on the fourth time, that's when I was accepted at like one of the most rural ones, like in the ball, you know, where like all the hype was not happening. And I just wanted to be in UJ because like UJ was like um, South Africa's university of um, the Big Apple. You know, that's that's the impression I got of it. You know, it was where I wanted to be. That's where I wanted to be. You know, everything was just so advanced there, so nice and 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 had I been there, like guys, I promise you maybe I'd be suffering from um psychosis because I know how much of an extremist I am, you know. And like sure, yeah, let me not go into the maybes and what ifs. But looking back and looking at how things have then panned out, you know, the psychology that I talk about and I say that I love, I, I think I probably would have had a different understanding and a different mindset to it if I went to where I wanted to, you know. But because I went to a very quiet place, it gave me time to think, you know, and it gave me time to experiment. But those experiments were done in a more contained place. You know, I didn't get to become extreme. Otherwise, like, guys, maybe I'd be a porn star, you know, like, I would have sabotaged myself to the core, you know. But my journey, looking at the times that I was rejected, and it hurt, it hurt so bad. You know, I I, I, I look at self-sabotage, I look at, you know, planning my purpose in life, and I recall the times that I failed, you know, and I was like, I'm the problem, I'm stupid, I'm this. I'm that, you know, and I look back now and I say, but if it wasn't for that, you know, this character of hardworking um, wouldn't have come about. I would have always thought that the world owes me something. I would have always said, ah, daddy can speak to whoever and I can just get it. You know, I wouldn't have understood all the things that I needed to understand. Um, one of the greatest lessons that I've learned in my life for my purpose personally um, is, you know, with my dad. Like, my dad was a very hard man, was very hard. And of all his kids, I think he was hardest to more, you know. And I look back now and I'm like, but if that guy was not hard to, I wouldn't be able to, to handle some of the things that are said to me at the office. You know, sometimes your supervisor looks at something and they say, but how stupid are you not to understand this? You know, like, I asked for this three hours ago and you're still on the fourth one. And I'm like, okay, sorry. Like, you know, I've learned to build that much resilience. And even though it may not be said in those words, it may not have happened in that exact way. 
you know. But because I've learned to, like, I've acquired that hard skin, you know, it's not very easy for you to punch right into the core of me and get me in my room, crying under a pillow saying, why me? You know, um, it, it took a lot of turns in my journey for me to get to where I am, you know. And with that being said, um, I think we've reached the, my favorite part of the show, uh, Jojo. Would you like to say something before I turn? Well, this is not it. This is not, I promise you guys, this is not it. This is definitely not it. This is not it either. Right, bro? Would you show Jodie the, the alien? This is more of the... You know Willow Smith when she's saying, "I whip my hair back and forth, I whip my hair back and forth, I whip back, and forth, I whip my hair back." This is more that. Like it looks so fake. Nobody's beard is so bouncy and so much, like filled with so much volume. Like it's 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 not a thing, guys. Like I I I. <laughs> 